Okay. Mama, oh, Mama Film Junk is watching me. <laughs> hey, yeah, I love your mom. Your mom is always good. so supportive. Oh, I know. She's very supportive. Yeah, that's awesome. Always been. That's awesome. Sorry about that. Sorry about okay. that to all five of you watching. No, listen. So, yeah. So, I was saying that um, I was telling Steve that I watch you guys and I wanted to change the format a little bit. Instead of just uh, talking about the news, I wanted to do something more uh, generic. Talking about the movies, the universe, the VCU as a whole. Uh, or a movie as a whole, and instead of just focusing on the news, because sometimes I find myself repeating something that I heard, so I don't know if it, I, I'm trying to copy somebody or or it's my it, like I don't even feel like it's my own opinion. It's like, I'm like, okay, I agree with him. That's why I said it. But you know, anybody else watching would be like, oh, I think he uses like regurgitating everything that somebody else says. So I, I wanted to ch- switch it up a little bit and and talk about. Uh, the DCU, which is kind of a uh, uh, happy universe right now, ain't it? Oh, totally. Yeah, seems <laughs> like they got their shit going pretty good. Well, you know, I mean, I did I did a whole stream yesterday talking about how Aquaman two is doomed. <laughs> Not a whole stream talking. No, about I it, I but... saw that. I saw that, and and yeah. I got I I I, I think uh, uh, I got uh, yeah, it is that movie's. <laughs> Like the more I hear about that movie, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, that's not that's not it because it sounds like very political. The minute that I heard yeah. that 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 Jason Momoa had like a forty page script or something like that, I'm like, what, Jason Momoa? Mm, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate. I, well, what I one of the same things I said yesterday about it was. If you're going to go, obviously, if they're going to tackle some climate change stuff, which, yeah, I totally get it. They're going to have to do that. It's Aquaman for for shit's sake. Arts. But, uh, <laughs> you, 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 yeah, but you can't you have to. I think like when it comes to tackling something like that, you really got to like not cater to just one side of it, because sadly, that's just not the way it is anymore. Right. You have to like kind of you kind of have to like try to get in the middle as much as possible. So. I don't know. Like, it seems like obviously Hollywood caters more left, obviously. Yeah, it does. So they're going to be like, oh, yeah, look at these nut bags that don't believe in this stuff. And it's like, yeah, sure, do that. But can you also, and I even said they should have a Greta Thunberg character in there that's yeah. just ridiculously on this side because, I mean, it, I, I just, I'm just ideas, but obviously they're not going to probably follow that. But Right. Yeah. But I think yeah. in, in that, that's a dangerous game to play because lately there's been uh uh like when you're too woke because <laughs> i think yeah. i think you and i agree on this and this sentiment that you if you too far right uh you are you are just out of your mind if you're too far left so are you so you know like i like to live in the middle like to me things have to make sense so if this yeah. movie leans too far in the right i'm like uh this is not gonna go well because you you have to cater to an audience which are largely a little bit more considered on the conservative side but like i get it that you want to kind of pave the way to a more uh open inclusive uh world but at the same time you isolating your bigger audience and i think that's why those kind of movies kind of fail yeah, it, but there's a way to do it too. I mean, look at Top Gun, Maverick. They yes. kind of went like here it is, and you know it was 
pretty much a pretty diverse cast. I mean, nobody was complaining like, oh, there's not enough white people. Of course, there's plenty. But right. I'm just saying like, like there's it, it still was a pretty diverse cast. And like their enemy was just like really didn't even know what the enemy was. They kind of did a really good job with that. And then when, even with the John Wick movies, big time diversity. Yeah. And it's just a straight up just action film. Nobody's given a shit about like any of that. And right. it's, you know, the last one just made the most out of the entire franchise opening weekend. In one week, in the weekend, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, audiences just want to be entertained. They don't want to have something shoved in your face. So that's one of the reasons why I was saying that, that mm. Aquaman, if they're going to shove some things in people's faces, it's going to turn... It's gonna turn things off. You gotta you gotta craft it where you you're you're not sounding preachy about it, and that's the difficult part, you know. So right. We'll see. But One of the things that spot. another thing that that kind of uh, um, gave me a pause about this movie is the uh, this that fun element because they keep talking about you know I don't mind a movie being fun, but. Yeah. Zack Snyder did a great job uh, making this character a little bit more serious because he was the butt of all jokes. So I thought for him to give you this uh, uh, this uh, grungy alpha male as Aquaman, I thought it was genius. And I'm like, because yeah. nobody, because people were gonna take him serious, and uh, now kind of reverting back to to this uh, idea that it, it's gonna be a fun, fun, funny ride it kind of gives me pause like i don't mind yeah. fun movies but you know it's kind of undoing all the good that was done to make this character a little bit more serious yeah when he was talking about the comedy with it i know i you know did a whole thing about that with his response to that and then people are like oh my god it's gonna be thor love and thunder underwater and it's like no no i don't know if it'll be that that crazy <laughs> but you know i don't know if it's gonna go that that down that route but i mean Obviously, it's going to be a buddy, a brother buddy movie. Right. And I'm sure, and I'm to totally okay with that because, you know, Patrick Wilson's great. And yeah. I think they could have great chemistry. And, you know, I don't mind them taking that route. But, um, yeah, I just hope they don't go too, too hard where it goes, where it just gets to a point where, like, you know, they're making right. fish puns and I don't know. They, they don't need to go too far with it. And hopefully they have, like, a good balance of the comedy which is perfectly fine you know you gotta have you still gotta care about these characters and still have a really good story at the at the, as a foundation not just go hard like with jokes and jokes and jokes oh make it just about a thing being the funny or the fun movie because mm -hmm. you know being a fun movie uh it, it doesn't equate big box office because uh when the first review for the Shazam movie, even even the Black Adam movie, that was the the general consensus. It's a fun movie. It's a fun time at the movie theaters. Like yeah, but still didn't um, bring bring in the money. And like those two movies, like to me, they felt that they were fine, just fine. But uh, and we're gonna dive in a little bit deeper into this whole comic book fatigue, which is like the the core subject of this live stream podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh I, I think um not giving giving these characters or this move or the movies period uh giving them uh a level of respect or seriousness i think it takes away from the experience or or what people expect when they come to the movie theaters 
because I think not everybody's going to the movie theaters thinking I'm going to have a good time. Like if you know, if you're selling me on a comedy, yeah, I'm expecting to laugh. But when I go see a CBM, I, I think uh, the idea, it's a little bit different. You want some action. You want some something to, to entertain you. You want to laugh, of course. But at the same time, you want something to go like, hmm, this was different, you know? Yeah, no, you definitely want something different. And uh, I don't know. Like, I was just thinking about the Batman, obviously. Um, right. Which I have this sign right there. Um, it's just because somebody, I, I saw a tweet that said that, you know, it profited like 170 something million. 177 profit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I saw I was that just too. I kind of thinking about that. And I went, you know, and, I, and there's some people that didn't like it. They thought it was boring, that they, they couldn't get through the whole thing. It's three hours long. It was right. dull. I mean, obviously, I I really enjoyed it a lot, being a Batman fan. And I thought it was different. I thought Matt Reeves was like, all right, let me do something a little bit different. But then when I think about the humor in there, it's very dry humor Mm -hmm. and subtle for sure. But it hits like, I think like, I think when it came to those comedic bits, it did hit, you know, thumb drive, you know, stuff like that. It was just so dry that it hits and i think zach snyder did that like with man of steel and bbs as well when there was when there needed to be something that was lighter it it worked maybe not all the time right with some people but yeah it's just kind of hard to find that balance i mean with did you see dungeons and dragons no not yet okay not yet see that movie yeah i I don't even know what, like, how did that, again, I, I say the world's going to be coming to an end because how the hell do I really like a Dungeons and Dragons? Right. Like, I'm not into, I never played it. I'm not right. really into the fantasy world, stuff like that. Sure. I mean, I don't mind it and I'll watch movies, but that movie just really impressed me. It started off and I was like, mm, I don't know, for about 10, 15 minutes, I was like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden it just grabbed me and I was along for the ride. The whole way, because the way that they crafted those characters, they were interesting. They gave just enough backstory. And then there was just enough humor injected in there with certain scenarios where I was like, yeah, that's that's they should study this with Mm -hmm. blockbusters because it was just a good balance of everything. And that's why it's getting praised up and down by people. I kind of had the feeling that movie was going to do well because that's. Like you, I'm not interested in that universe, but I saw a couple of clips and I find myself laughing out loud. I was like, oh, what, what is that about? So I, I thought that, yeah, like if I feel like if they keep this tone, oh, uh, because I don't know if anybody knows this, but Chris uh, committee timing is really good. And uh, and that which I don't think they use very well on Wonder Woman 84. But uh, there's a movie that he made with uh, Tom Hardy, <laughs> which mm. is a pretty bad movie. It's yeah, a pretty it bad, but, yeah, but he's like, he's, this he, means war. Yeah. Yes, this means, yes. And uh, but I thought his comedic timing was like, yo, this guy can pull, you know, uh, oh, oh, this kind of tip, this type of movies off. He can be serious, but at the same time, he can do this. So when I saw that, I was, like, I was not surprised. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. yeah. So uh, that, no, that's. I mean, like, it, it, it's interesting, like, you know, and I, and I want more people to see it just to see the reaction. And mm. it's funny, too, because the first time I ever knew who Chris Pine was, was, uh, remember, um, Smoke and Aces? Did you ever oh. see Smoke and Aces? 
He was one of the like he was like in that trio hitman group that were like Dude, crazy. I had to watch it again because I really don't yeah. remember that he was in there. And I loved that movie. Yeah. Well, because Alicia Keys, yeah. that's the only reason. Why. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. But uh, no, he was one of the hit he was like in the the trio that was like nuts. And, and you know, Ben Affleck. I mean, he was even, yeah oh uh, you know, everybody yeah it had um completely forgot yeah, about that. that yeah he was in there and it's just you know and his character was just one of the crazy hitman people i mean he does have great comedic timing and mm. i think it was perfect for him to be the, the 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 star of this one because there are things that he'll just you know blurt out and i was like yes thank you for breaking that tension or thank you for you know Sometimes, you know, even when it comes to Marvel Studio stuff, you know, sometimes I go way too hard on, you know, the, the comedy the comedic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're looking at you, Taka. Um, but <laughs> stay but, the hell uh, away from DC. <laughs> uh, oh, good Lord. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and I think but I think, you know, when it came to Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark, I thought and maybe it had something to do with Robert Downey Jr., too because he just has perfect that personality he, he's quick he's witty he's he's like that in real life mm-hmm. uh also so i think like um when it came to him you know it was always it, it worked but sometimes when they try to inject it with other characters that and they just kind of force it it just yeah you just you, i just roll my eyes maybe not mm-hmm. everybody but i i certainly do i'll roll my eyes on some of that stuff but they will do well especially as of lately it's all subjective sorry oh (laughs) it's ray watching i know i don't know i just had to do that i had to to throw that in there (laughs) that's when i'm on your show i gotta say that whenever i hate that freaking movie oh i know that's what's great about the vodka stream is that you get all these you know characters we're all drinking yeah you know, it gets a little riled up. We never take it to heart. Which no, never. We Absolutely. Always, we bust each other's balls and we will have arguments, but we'll go back and forth. But yeah. It hasn't. You know. It never. The only time that it got heated, it was with Garza and you know who? Yeah. I'm not gonna say, say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was. Uh, I was like, it's, I felt. I remember when I watched that, I was like, is this serious? <laughs> it oh, felt like that Will Smith moment. It's like, is this. Is, is it, was this part of the show? Yeah. <laughs> that was very interesting. Um, yeah. Good old Justin. You know, yeah. I still talk to him every now and again. But mm. uh, yeah, he just, uh, yeah. Um, you know, he's a serious dude. Yeah. And yeah, Garza just kind of pushed his buttons yeah. a little bit. And, uh, uh, you know, me and Amanda were just kind of sitting there, just kind of going, what the heck? And then, yeah. yeah that I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I, I think I, I like that environment. I, if I could be every weekend, but I, you know, I, know. I yeah. get it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, 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 we always have a blast. I like, I don't, yeah. it's hard. I, I, I enjoy it, but it's hard because it's like 10 people with strong personalities and big and strong uh, point of views. Yeah. And everybody like wants to jump in on every subject. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm that's just the gonna... difficult part. Yeah. Because like, it'll be like, especially if there's no guest, I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll try to be, you know, I'll start going, okay, who wants to join? And I'll start sending the invites out there, mm-hmm. you know, thinking that maybe at least half of them are going to say, I can't tonight. And sometimes when everybody goes, yeah, 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 I'm like, oh, shit. How are you going to fit everybody? Cool. 
Yeah. So it, it gets a little, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to work that out a little bit more where I don't just start sending out invites like crazy. I mean, I like to have like the normal people. You always have an invite, of course, mm-hmm. you know, Casey and Thank Steven you. and Scott and, you know, everybody, there's certain people that are always going to have an invite. And, you know, yeah, if it gets a little, when it gets too crazy, like I felt bad when I had Sean O'Connell and Hannah on mm-hmm. because that was the week that they released the, the slate. So right. everybody was like, can I come on? Can I come on? So we had a full freaking slate or full panel and i'm going hannah hasn't said anything for 22 minutes guys <laughs> mm. God, I felt bad. <laughs> Damn. you know that's what sucks about that sometimes that's like, why eh. like when i have it's, it's difficult that's why uh and i'm sorry to the chat because usually when i do the live stream i it's me in the chat going back and forward yeah so but i i already made it abundantly clear whenever somebody's here i'm gonna try i'm gonna ignore the chat i'm sorry <laughs> And uh, and it's like if something jumps on me, then I I put it on the screen. But 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 I gotta give the person who I uh, who spend their their time to show up here to you know to talk, and I and of it's unfair, you know. Yeah. So it it, it yeah, I, but you do a good job. I try to keep keep the order. <laughs> I try, I try, when, but then you know when you're not too I'm saucy. Sipping, yeah, but then I'm <laughs> sipping on something for you know, and then we're like on hour four, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, just feeling good. Yeah, I mean, is, you, is your day wrecked the next day? Because my it, like it, whenever it can be, yeah, it can be. There's been times where I've been hung yeah. over, but I try to, I try to hydrate as much as possible before the stream. Yeah. I'll like liquid IV everything and i'm like all right and then even after i'll be like i'll get one of those packets of liquid iv to try to be like okay and then Mm. you know i'll drink water as soon as we're done like i don't take another drink i'm like immediately just downing water and then i you know hopefully when i wake up the next day if i'm feeling like i just you know pop three excedrin and coffee and just try to do yeah oh yeah sometimes you know because i don't buy the i don't buy the um high shelf vodka because you know it's expensive. <laughs> it you is. get that low grade stuff. It's this... gonna give you more of a hangover, sadly. Yeah. You know? No, I what I do is, which is a, my grandfather taught me this. Uh, you, mm. whenever you're drinking, uh, you get you take uh, uh, three drinks and then uh, half a bottle uh, water. Yeah. Then when you start again, it's repeat cycle. And I, yeah. I haven't gotten a hangover and I don't know. I can't, I can't remember last time I got a hangover. That's good. That's yeah. good. I don't get I hangovers. I mean, I, I, cause I remember there was one time where you were like, you were tossing it back pretty good. And we were like, Hey, wake up, Ben is Ben. Okay. But you were said, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I'm a pro. Uh, that was a where, yeah. Cause you were taking shots of tequila and drinking some white claws. Oh yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you that was a good cozy. combo by the way. Dude, like, think- I'm sure that it is. People don't realize like, you know, I don't like when it comes to seltzers. Oh, I drink them all the time. I mean, right. they're dangerous, but yeah, you you, you throw you. in, yeah, but you throw in a shot in between them because mm. you know they're kind of weak. They're yeah. weak. Yeah. But you throw in a shot in between, oh, you're feeling fucking good. By the third one, you're like, you really? ooh, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. why. That's because. A- yeah, because like uh, when I'm when I'm you know me and the girlfriend she likes seltzers all the time, so I'm drinking them. But it's just like it feels like it takes a while, and sometimes I just like I need a shot of something in mm-hmm. between to kind of get me on the next level because it feels like I'm not because I'm just, just drinking water. I mean, I love just seltzer by itself, 
you know i drink Lacroix. you know mm. but uh, i mean right now i got a little vodka in this one but nice yeah but uh yeah it, especially like if you don't eat something before before you start drinking if you eat it uh, if you start drinking yeah, if you start drinking with a full stomach, you will never feel it. Like especially with those salsa, uh, with those um, with those drinks. So I, that I do not like an empty buzz high. I don't or empty yeah. stomach high. I don't like that. I yeah. need to have something in my stomach before like you before mm. every vodka stream. I'll like like forty five minutes. I'm eating dinner. Really I'm trying to like get so. Oh yeah, because I don't like empty empty um, stomach buzz. I don't really like it. I really don't. I'm totally the opposite. Oh man, I don't like it. I'm, I'm like, because uh, it takes a, a little bit longer for the alcohol to hit the system. So mm, I get yeah. annoyed. I'm like, it's my fifth fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I'm like, sometimes these vodka streams go six hours. So I'm like, true. True. A little bit of that. So, man. <laughs> but, All right. Here's the alcohol portion of the stream. Yeah. Right yeah. I'm going right to cl clip that one out. No, I'm, uh, this got to be a good, <laughs> it's got to be a good okay. show out of that. <laughs> yeah. But no, going back to, um, uh, to DC talk and, uh, how these movies are performing. And, uh, and some of the questions that, I, that, that some of the things that I'm going to cover, I already covered with, uh, with, uh, with, 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 um, Steven, and I'm sure I'm going to cover this, the same thing, because everybody has a different point of view. And I was thinking about um, the movies underperforming. Uh, do you think uh, um, James Gunn announcing a slate of what he already working on or he has lined up is hurting the box office for, for, uh, for these movies? It's kind of it's weird because, yeah, I mean, I think there's a level of that for sure um but it, it it it's so weird because it's like how much of the general audience even knows that there's a new you know mm. slate that's coming out you know okay. uh, I, I don't know it's very hard to gauge it because you know it's like when i when i see people constantly go like yeah but it doesn't mean anything now and i'm like yeah but what if you just watch it for the story does it need mm. to be connected to anything else i mean if we're talking about Shazam, obviously we had, you know, obviously, spoiler alert, uh, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman's in it. Yeah. But it's not like it was furthering a story even right. more. It was like a cool little cameo. I actually liked the cameo because of the context of the cameo. Right. Because I thought the I thought the, the, the third act of Shazam was really strong. It was a yes, little it rocky was. with the first two, but I thought the, the third act was really strong and I really enjoyed it. And I liked some of the ideas right there, including this cameo, which was needed for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's, 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 I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what could have even helped it. I mean, because the first one didn't do gangbusters, but it right. did just enough. And I think that this one, I don't know. It's just very hard to pinpoint exactly what they could have done to make it bigger than the first one i don't know because mm. i remember uh the first one uh he had a um a bigger uh return back box office return yeah. because they invested very little in that movie and and they were hoping to kind of replicate the same success with i don't think that movie was a hundred million dollars like they said that it was like if you look at look at the uh, at the third act and like mm, i don't know man this looks expensive <laughs> everything here looks yeah, expensive it, so it does. Yeah, so, but the thing that I'm thinking is, uh, I, I 
kind of have understand those who say uh, these movies that are uh, left are meaningless and uh because they won't matter on the big scheme of things right yeah. but at the same time i get what you're saying yeah just go see a movie because it's a movie and you might enjoy it you might have a good time with the superheroes that you might not see again for a very long time so on on that sense i understand but at the same time yeah i'm thinking if this is not going to take me anywhere what what's the fucking point like like i feel like blue beetle for instance uh, blue beetle it's a movie that if it's a hit they can definitely just like uh, move it into the the new 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 universe yeah it's not stranglehold into either universe it's Correct. really can be anywhere because you know yeah and i think that blue beetle I, I think that's what i heard uh i don't think you know what i, I don't think that would have made, made a difference that that um that Shazam and Black Adam uh, made it abundantly clear which universe they belong. So now they can no longer be part. They can now be part of the uh, of the new slate because the new slate is everybody's gone, as far as the core superheroes, including Wonder Woman, which you make emphasis about that on your stream yesterday. I'm like, yeah, Gal is gone too. Uh, and uh, so I, I I got a feeling like uh, especially those movies that they they feel that they were that they're they were connected to the previous um slate and but how do you feel about blue beetle do you think he has a better chance on um i think it does because it's a new character it's a younger character and i mm -hmm. think um it's not really tied to anything it's different i mean obviously there's going to be spider-man and iron man vibes to it which, right you know could work to the benefit and you know you know, being that it's a Latino character, that it's also gonna uh, help it too, because you know that's right. what everybody's trying to go for nowadays. And you know, and I think with that trailer, I thought the trailer was fairly strong. I mean, it, it does look a little generic, but right again, the costume looks cool, and the fact that they emphasize that okay, Jaime can just imagine something, and the suit can just kind of create it for him. Mm. I like that. I mean, that 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 helps with it. And then, of course, uh, you know, Mr. Sholo. Uh, Marin Duena. Marin Duena, just the fact that he has the Cobra Kai star power behind him. That mm -hmm. could be that could help. I mean, as much as like star power sometimes doesn't help. But I think in this case, maybe it can help to appeal to that younger audience and even mm -hmm. the older audience, because Cobra Kai kind of really nailed nailed it with both oh yeah so i think that helps and then george lopez being there even though I, I have a feeling he he might be very annoying or he might be great it's like i don't know if there's going to be an in-between yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's uh, lopez is annoying himself in real life i'm like yeah i'm like shut up <laughs> yeah sometimes it's like shut up shut up uh, but, uh, but, uh, you know, but I, I like, I, I was a fan of the George Lopez show. Me too. I remember I used to watch, right, I used to watch reruns all the time. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I loved his comedy, but then, you know, I kind of fell off. Yeah. Later. And, but, uh, it just seems like, yeah, they put him in there. Cool. But then I'm like, all right, you might annoy the shit out of me in this. Yeah. Thing. Or you might be hilarious. I don't know. In the they trailer. Could, uh, yeah. They could have used your cousin. They didn't use him in Ant-Man. Oh yeah, my cousin Michael Pena. Michael Pena, right? yeah. Still trying, still trying to prove that. Still trying to prove that he, um, we're related. That he's related. Somehow. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, but then they would have just kind of like went, oh, he's playing the same character that he was in Ant-Man, you know? Mm. And I hate that too when, you know, and the fact that he wasn't in the third one. Right. Um, which I, it makes sense because it all was about the quantum realm and everything, which I, I totally understand. But at the same time, like when they were giving him shit for being like, oh, you're being stereotypical and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, but he was, uh, I know. I, I was like, dude, he's hilarious. Up. Like I've won. What's wrong with playing that character? Okay, I mean he fucking nailed it. How fast he talks and everything. I mean, perfect. come on. Oh yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, it's like fuck. I, I hate yeah. that whole stuff with like stuff. You know, you're like oh, you're playing a stereotypical. I'm like, th there's actual people out there like that. Looks and, and sounds not, like him. Yes, he even <laughs> talked about it on a podcast mm. I, I watched like a month and a half ago. He goes, I know somebody like that. He goes, I know somebody like that, so I just summoned that within the character. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. see, he know there there are people like that, and you know that's why when it comes to this whole thing that you know with society and stuff like that, when they think like, oh, you're playing stereotypes, I'm like, well, stereotypes, they exist because this, there are people like that. It's, <laughs> yeah, know? it's art imitating life, you know. Exactly. So exactly, yeah. It, it, talking about controversy in movies, and uh, one of the things that the first movie that's gonna come out out of this slate is Superman, and uh, and mm. yeah, and 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 they, I think they're doing the right thing on what Zack Snyder said. You have to put uh, Superman house in order first before you start building out this universe. So it, it, it I, I get, I don't know if they're taking his advice, but it, it is the smart way to do it, and that's what he was trying to do. But uh, one of the things that I was talking uh, in the previous live stream is the comparisons, because uh, those things are going to be made. There's no escaping it. So without, what do you think, what direction uh, uh, James Gunn should go? Or do you think he might go uh, with Superman? Because he's, he said, Listen, this is not going to be uh, another Guardians of the Galaxy. This is going to be a different tone, a different direction. It's going to have all the things that you expect from a Superman movie. So what do you what do you feel that he's saying by this? Or or, or what direction do you think that he should take with this? That's, that's, a, that's a hard one because, and, you know, because they had very much that Superman problem for a bit. I mean, obviously, when Christopher Reeve and, you know, Donner introduce superman live action and the tagline you'll believe a man can fly i mean that's mm. exactly what they that's all they had to really achieve to make that movie something because right. you know obviously back in the 70s you, you didn't see stuff like that right so and then trying to i mean obviously there was the sequels you know, <laughs> as much as you know yeah as much as i remember enjoying the sequels as a kid when you rewatch them now holy crap yeah um and then it took a long time yeah. for them to try to get Superman live action. I mean, obviously they did it on TV shows, which I thought, you know, looking back on that, I think that was like the easier approach because you could just be like, it's TV. Yeah. You know, it's whatever. You know, I was a big fan of Lois and Clark and still am. I'll the Dean Kane one? You know what? Oh, yeah. I never watched a single episode of that one. You should. It's on, it should be. It's on HBO it's Max. It's HBO Max. I mean, you know what? I might give it a yeah. try. Yeah. Watch it. I mean, mm. it's it's not all great, but right. it was a it was a nice little TV show. And you okay. know, I know a lot of people hate Dean Kane now because of his politics, right? You know, but I don't I don't judge a person with that. I'll still yeah, I mean, watch that. You know, I didn't get into Smallville because 
I just couldn't accept the fact that Clark and Lex were like high school players. BFFs, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not alone in this. <laughs> yes, I don't. I'm just like one of those people that I was like when I heard that. I was like, wait, they're like high school high school friends. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I just yeah. couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I never got into it. One of these days, I'm going to actually sit down and watch it because everybody keeps on telling me to do it. Mm. I mean, I've seen some things. But, right. And then it was kind of weird when they try to bring in other characters from the Justice League. Yeah. And they were like, they were just like, they, it was like Power Rangers. They were wearing like the color schemes. As yeah. Like clothes. Like the Aquaman characters wearing like orange. That, that orange. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watched a couple of episodes, but it's cheesy us. Uh, yeah 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 i just couldn't get into it so mm. and then of course when superman returns came out they tried to uh capture the donner yeah um, nostalgia which they did a good job but at the same time it was still like you still had to progress a story and the story was totally weak yes you, you didn't have superman post you punch anybody he was not he, a single punch just, not a single punch. He lifted yeah. a piece of of land that Lex was With trying to sell. With kryptonite, yeah, yeah. Which was a beautiful Especially shot, cool. if you yeah. like. I remember, but it, yeah, it, it lacked a lot of things. And I think it, it, you you say something uh, uh, there when you said um, that it wasn't progressing the story because uh, one of the things is when you watch the Donner movies, there is a level of innocence when you watch these movies because you've never yeah. seen these type of movies. And then you have to, then you watch kind of what a, a repetitive uh, scenario when you're older, when you know how CGI work, because knowing all these things, how things operate behind the scenes kind of uh, 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 it makes, makes it a little bit difficult for you to suspend belief. So you have to find a way to uh, submerge people into the story which i thought that was very well executed in man of steel but i think uh those are the things that uh uh james gunn has to avoid he has to give us uh he has to give us something that is not going to feel familiar something that we cannot compare it to because uh, or make it harder for people to compare it to but at the same time give us that those all those this emotional connections uh the, the superman that is supposed to be like the best version of who we are uh, the music has to hit too because, uh, like, how many times did we argue on social media about the damn music? Uh, we're gonna use the John Williams again, uh, like, you know. Mm. So all those things, I think he has to. Um, uh, uh, to me, if he feels like he has to achieve in order to deliver a, a decent Superman. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's it's. I mean. There, he does have to have familiar elements, obviously, right. when it comes to the characters. There's got to be some familiarity, but yeah, he does have to inject something different. And right. going back to one of the things that he has said about Superman is like, you know, when he joined DC a while back and they wanted him to do Superman, he was like, nah, he Suicide Squad is my bag. And yeah, obviously, if he, it felt like his bag and it was fine, however you feel about it. Mm -hmm. But then... He said, all of a sudden, he, it hit him, like, how he could do Superman. So I'm taking that and going, okay, James, show me. Show me. Show me like Zack Snyder showed us because he was like, all right, Christopher Nolan approaches him because obviously um, the backstory about that was the fact that after Dark Knight, Warner Brothers was like, hey, Chris, can you do that to Superman? And he went, well, no, hmm. but I know a guy, which is 
great, you know, and of course they uh, calls up Zach and Zach had his own unique approach to it. So, and you know, there's still familiar elements in there. And I still remember watching Man of Steel in the theater and going, okay, so we, we got the Krypton scene, which was great. And yeah. he amplified that. He showed a longer version of that and had some unique stuff in there, different things that we haven't seen in there with the codex and the way that they breed and all that. And it was a great scene. And it was like, all right, that, that was different because obviously in the first ones, we just, we saw a bunch of ice crystals everywhere and people in <laughs> glowing outfits and yeah um what's his name just kind of good you know doing his uh godfather uh marlon brando um voice but um you know zach did something different and then like when the ship was like approaching earth it's like all right we're now gonna go through the familiar things of okay he crashes martha and jonathan find him we see him grow up and learn nope zach went Boom, Boom, right to the ship. And now we already have a grown-up Superman who's, mm -hmm. like, roaming the Earth. And I was like, wow. I, I immediately, I remember just going, oh, wow. They're jumping it to this. Yeah. Awesome. Good job. So, and I thought that was one of the most unique things that he did when it came to Man of Steel. That the, that, that time jump and that transition was, I thought, was so perfect. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so too. I saw some. Uh, if you go, if you compare this movie to Batman Begins, you can see some of the mm. same, some of the same elements where you go back to the story when he was a child and how it, that impacted who he is as an adult. So I thought that that was really good, and also the, um, I don't know. Every time, every time I see him. Uh, because I remember, I, I don't know how many times I watched that movie, but every time I see it, it reminds me of Bill Bixby Hulk walking down, wandering down the street, you know, oh, flagging yeah, down a vehicle. Wandering, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that was intentional because he was paying respect to, uh, to the Hulk because one time he was asked, Hey, which Marvel movie would you ever, what you will direct? I think you mentioned the Hulk. If I'm not mistaken, well, he, also, he said Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil, said Daredevil. That's true. No, that was uh yeah. uh not uh, not Red Devil. Uh, Daredevil. Um, what's the name? Uh oh, uh, um, um, uh, Electra. Electra. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You mentioned graphic note. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but give you know, DC has been sort of a a mess, and uh and for talent and for directors. <laughs> and uh one thing i keep saying in 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 it looks like some of the same still going because ben affleck said no i'm not interested in working there uh you know i wish him well he's a nice guy but that's not for me what do you think is going to incentivize anybody else to come to dc whether it's talent behind the camera or in front of the camera well, well i mean when it comes to ben ben's a different story because he went through hell yeah, and he had his time here, you know, there, I should say. Um, and not to mention, he just started a new production company himself. Mm -hmm. We got air coming out today. Yeah, you can watch it right now. And it's getting praised up and down. I know. Um, so Ben, I could I mean, yeah, the way that it was, you know, when you see his, uh, that and I'm, yeah, I'm sure he met with him. But I mean, it's just Ben wants to do his own thing right now. He had his time as Batman. Um, I mean, it'd be awesome if somehow we, you know, I, I'm sure he'd be open maybe down the line or whatever the hell. Um, but 
you know, he had his time there. It was a bad time. You know, it was like a dark time when he was going through all that and the reshoots and everything. So I think it was just one of those things where he just wanted to shoot that down and be like, I'm doing my own thing. I mean, there are literally people that think he's that he should have like been the, the, the CEO of DC Studios. I'm like, why the fuck would he want that? I know. You guys, you guys are just doing it. You guys are just thinking that because you want more Ben Affleck Batman. So yeah. why? I definitely do. Right. I love it. He's my favorite cinematic Batman. Yes. But cool. I'm just kind of going, hey, the guy went through his time. And yeah, maybe he can pop up. I mean, obviously, we're going to see him at least one more time in yeah. Flash, which is great. But at the same time, it's like, he wants to do his own thing. And like the first movie out of the gate with his new production company is it's a banger. It's going to be a, it's going to be a hit. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's a banger. It's a, it's totally going to be something that might be uh, acknowledged during award season. So I think he just really wanted to shoot that down because obviously, I mean, I was talking about it. You were talking about it. We were talking about how how crazy would it be because there was a rumor coming out that Ben Affleck might even direct Brave and the Bold. Wouldn't yeah. that be crazy? Yeah. You know? And I think he just wanted to emphasize in that interview that he wanted to shoot all that down. He goes, nope, not yep. happening. Not going to be doing that. They're doing their thing. And I'm sure it was they had a nice meeting and they were trying to lay it all out there. I mean, the incentive that Gunn has to do is just basically just be just just to say, hey, we basically have, you know, certain things that we want to achieve here. But other than that, you are you make the movie your own. You know, mm. you make the movie your own, do what you want to do. Um, we're not going to like confine you to for for the certain thing. We might have to like make make it fit into if we're going to like try to, you know, do the whole thing where we have to connect everything. Sure. But maybe they're not even doing that. I don't know. Uh, I, the, the approach should just be like, Hey, you're not going to be, you know, we're not going to just be like, now this sucks. We want to hear your ideas. We want to collaborate. We want, um, you to do your thing. We, we want you here because we know your talent. I mean, I even talked about recently how Sam Raimi, uh, some dude on Twitter said that he was meeting Sam Raimi and he told Sam Raimi that, Hey, there's a Batman brave and the bold. Oh yeah. I think it's you should do. Yeah, and he said that he's gonna he give him do. a call. Yeah, and then the guy he goes, "Hey, I, I got to talk to that guy or something like that." And Sam Raimi has said in the past that he would love to do a Batman movie. Mm -hmm. That'd be interesting, right? And, and again, that would be another name, which is what Warner Brothers needs. I mean, you already got James Mangold attached to Swamp Thing, which is great. Yeah, you got James Gunn attached to Superman, so you have name directors um that are already attached to some projects which is good but you know i just think the incentive should be like hey we were, we're going to give you free range to do mm. what you want to do with this yeah i think i think that, that it has to be a level of that i mean you you uh there are some directors that are great at when you leave them alone but there are some directors that they need to be guided at the same time yeah and, but the, the thing is, I would, um, I, I forgot her name, uh, <laughs> uh, that she said that their uh, directors at uh, Marvel are not directors. They are going for hire. We are directing these movies. And mm. and I was like, you Alonzo. know what? Miss Alonzo. Alonzo, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, I was like, 
yeah, we know. <laughs> Cause, yeah, I know. I, a lot of people said that. They're like, yeah, we know that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. But I think with some of the directors, like I think with Raimi, they were like, hey, we we, we need you to do this. But other other than that, have free range. Because when you watch Multiverse of Madness, mm -hmm. there's so many Raimi-isms. Oh, yeah. I went, yeah. I so think... I think with some directors that are like that already have the credibility that they have they let them do their thing mm -hmm. but yeah most of the time it's just very cookie cutter and you, you can't even tell who peyton reed probably just has kevin feige just he probably calls kevin feige can i do this can i do that what can we do now you know i'm like does peyton reed even have like his a voice style? yeah I'm, yeah it doesn't even yeah. sound like like he did all the ant-man movies like you know, yeah. and, and I'm just kind of going, did he really do those? Any of them? I it don't doesn't know. It sound doesn't like it doesn't have a style. And I couldn't even no. name most of the other directors. I mean, obviously you have Taka, but yeah, but <laughs> Taka Wotiri, oh, <laughs> I don't know if he did because it's he, uh, what's the name of that movie? Um, the Nazi movie, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Jojo Rabbit, which I liked. I really I loved that. that movie. I freaking yeah. choked up. <laughs> yeah, it's a I, good freaking movie. It's like, a great I movie. It's like, yeah, because oh. even the ending, you're like, what are these kids are gonna do? They, you know, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is gonna happen to them? Like that, exactly. it, that lingering question. So, like when you have those movies that kind of stay with you, those are the best movies. And I thought, like, this dude is, is good, but yeah. when he's bad, oh my god, he's bad. And uh, even. Uh, his acting is even worse. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He shouldn't put his. I know. It's like uh, free, free, free guy wasn't just good, just on the story and Ryan Reynolds and Jodie Comer. Right. God damn. His his. I I just like the only thing I would change is like, can we get a better bad guy? Yeah. Because <laughs> he just was so like, anytime he's on screen, it's like, uh you're yeah. trying so hard, and it's just, yeah. I almost go like, is this how you're like in real life? I almost wanted to be like, is he like that in real life? <laughs> Probably he is. Probably he yeah, is. He might be. Because he like, if you watch the, some of the interviews, he, he is pretty much that personality kind of come up. Yeah. 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 Ugh. But staying on, uh, staying on the same topic about um, uh, giving directors free range, I think that is the smart way to go. Um, as far as a uh, as a theme, uh, because one of the things that those movies in Marvel, they feel all similar. Like you can, you know, you were watching a, a Marvel movie without seeing the main protagonist, uh, just yeah. by, by, just by the color, the color palette. And, and, and I, I, how can he create something that feels familiar and at the same time is completely different and detached from or from the competition because it's going to be a direct competition, even though the, their intent is for them, for both of them to continue to do well, because it's, if one does well, it means there's no fatigue on this comic book genre. And so, so you think giving directors a little bit more of leeway to do their own thing is the way to go to kind of differentiate themselves or it separate themselves from it has to be because I mean, I mean, look what happened with Zach, mm -hmm. and everybody knows what happened with Zach. I mean, yeah. there's no, there's, that's not a secret anymore with all the Snyder cut stuff. And I, I'm sure every director, you know, in Hollywood, knows the story, knows everything that went down when it came to that, and probably heard things from Ben Affleck as well, and read the articles. I mean, that's the thing. It's like the 
and so you just gotta you really just gotta emphasize that like hey if you come here and you want to direct one of these movies with these characters yeah they have to really emphasize like hey yeah we're gonna give you maybe some notes when it comes to just aligning things up but other than that we want to hear your ideas we want to collaborate and we uh we really want to work with you so we can make this like really good product and I don't know, maybe the selling point is just like, hey, we're going to be the new Marvel. Check it out. James Gunn's here. That, 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 <laughs> that, 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 that. And I don't know. He knows the st- I don't know. And it could be all a disaster. Who knows? That's one of the things that we're, that's going to be interesting to see, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially since Superman Legacy is going to be the first chapter or the first story in the, in the first The one that says the tone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, James yeah, he Gunn can be just, he cannot miss on he cannot mess up that movie. I think it's a ballsy it's, thing for him to oh, take. Totally. But uh, uh one of the things I said it was, you know what? This movie I wrote I wrote it and it's supposed to say the uh, said this uh, it's kind of supposed to steer the ship in the right direction. So like to me it felt like if I directed and I fail and he fails, then I have nobody else to blame but myself. And then I can I can live with that failure. But I cannot live with the failure of uh, uh that I could have the opportunity to make it right and somebody else and then give it to somebody else and somebody else will fail. That that is a difficult pill to swallow when you think that you have something amazing and the director that you give your script to does not deliver on the vision that you had uh, initially for this for this script. So I think it, it, him directing it, uh, it you know, like we knew he was gonna do it, but to me, yeah, we all knew. Yeah, it was like the worst kept secret. Yeah, <laughs> it was like we all knew that it was gonna be the case, even though, like he said, the authority would be a passion project. What makes me kind of wonder is like, okay, when are we gonna get the authority? Is could possibly he just jump on that next? As I think so. To giving to I, yeah. I think the authority is gonna be right after Superman. Uh, so I think that's like you think that he could be directing that as well. Um, I don't know. I, I can see maybe his if... brother's gonna direct. We're gonna get a directing debut from Sean Gunn. <laughs> he's gonna give it to his brother, and they're simpatico, and he's already like, hey, right? No, this. no. Yeah, I, I think that be something. I think he will because I think um, if if the rumors of um, uh, the director of the Flash is gonna be directing the New Frontier Justice League movie. If the, there's any truth to that, which you know what, shout out to Chris Wong. Chris Wong did a video today, and uh, he kind of uh, gave some insight of who could be the main, the, the big bad guy for this, for this late, and it kind of makes sense the way that he lays it out. Because uh, if uh, one of the things that he mentioned was um, uh, Rick Flag Senior, which is part of the New Frontier storyline. Not big time, but he's there. Uh, the villain, uh, uh, the Justice League, which uh, it, it will make sense that Justice League would uh, would, uh, would line up. The, and he also, he also mentioned uh, who was uh, investigating the 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 mystery that kind of that they uncovered this ancient um, uh, threat, and it was Batman and um, I forgot who else, but. Like all those things kind of align to with with what he's doing, and so I'm thinking, okay, yeah, maybe this makes total freaking sense. 
So that's why I think uh, he's going to direct the, the authority because the authority to me, it's, it's um, people like to compare it to the boys, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It, it is because in a, in a, in a sense, yeah, because they, they are the, watchmen. The, yeah. yeah. They're very watchmen. That's who yeah. I, I compare it to the watchmen with a questionable moral ethics. That's <laughs> that's, that's who they are because they don't they come I, I i i told that to steven last week they come from stormwatch image comics and and they they were the type of comics where like we don't keep villains laying around if you mess up we're gonna kill you and that's the end of it and um in the story center around um kingdom come is that superheroes are doing things that are kind of borderline criminal and that's where yeah. you know Superman comes and shows them the way. And I think that's why he's gonna he's creating this uh, one-two punch where um, setting up Superman as this this uh, the best of us, and then setting up uh, the the, uh, the authority, which are the worst of us. Like they, they listen to the government, they do whatever the government asks them to. They kill people if they have to, kill the villains if they have to. They don't take him. They don't take him back to jail or apprehend the criminals. They they don't do that. They are vicious. They are ruthless. So I think uh, having Superman kind of show them the way. That's uh, th that's gonna be like a version. Ver his version of, of Kingdom Come. So I think he's gonna. In, so in, so in short, yes, I think he's gonna direct the authority. And <laughs> well, just the way he said it in that video is like a passion, passion project. project. Like why doesn't he just? do it then exactly have somebody else do superman but then at the same time it sounds like superman's also a passion project for him because mm -hmm. yeah but do i mean it. there's just so much writing on it and i think like in no matter what i think people are craving another superman movie because let's face it oh, yeah. uh warner brothers has just dropped the ball on that and as much as you know we were so excited that cavill seemed uh -oh. like he was back you know mm -hmm. in the black adam but it was just at a weird I mean, last year at the end of the year was just such a weird time because it was like, oh, he's back. And then and, and then people were still fighting about it because it's like, oh, but they have the John Williams score. What the hell is going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, I know. The, co the color of the emblem doesn't look right and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, still you yellow know, in the middle. Yeah, I hated that. I'm like, yeah. he's back. <laughs> just just let it be like he's back. I get it. I'd rather have the Hans Zimmer score, too. I, I totally understand that because that's his. That's his Superman score. And that's another thing James Gunn has to realize, too. And I think some people just think that he's going to use the the John Williams score. Mm -mm. It's like, no, you, you can't do that. You have to have your own unique score. Like any, I mean, going back to even Lois and Clark, Lois and Clark had his own Superman score yeah. know, for the opening. I mean, it was and it felt Superman-esque. It's like, okay, yeah, you have to, if you have a different actor playing, you got to have a different score. We've already tried the John Williams score, not once, but twice, twice. now because yeah. of Justice League. Just like <laughs> when they try to use the Elfman score for Ben Affleck's Batman. Doesn't work. You hear mm -hmm. that score, you hear you, you think Michael Keaton or you think Batman the Animated Series. Facts. But then again, Shirley Walker did something 
different with the uh, more like later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just it just fits with a certain face of the actor. So um, anybody who thinks that James Gunn's not going to use a different score, um, and I'm hoping that he doesn't just go resort, and I'm sure that's on the table, but he's like, no. We gotta find somebody that does a whole entirely different score that mm. still sounds Superman esque. You know, Superman the animated series has its own score that's unique. And you know, there's just there's a ways to just capture Superman in a score that doesn't have to be you know the normal Superman, the John Williams score. And I think um, that's gonna be a difficult task for sure. But it is. But you never you know. know. I, think, I think there's going to be some composers that are going to be up for the job. They're going to be like, hey, let's do this, you know? You know, as much as um, the Elfman, uh, because it's an iconic uh, soundtrack uh, in, yeah. in theme, still uh, the, the, the theme for the new, for the Mary's Batman, like yeah. every time I hear it, I'm thinking about Batman. So there's yeah. always an opportunity for you to reinvent uh, that, that, that that theme song. And the thing is that it's like you said, it's the face of uh, that goes with the song because if, uh, because when I hear the theme song, I'm thinking, okay, uh, Pattinson, uh, Batman. When yeah. I hear the Elfman, Keaton right away. When I hear um, uh, Hans Zimmer, you know, yeah. I'm thinking either Abel or or, or Ben Affleck. So, yeah. it, it, you know, creating a new theme is just makes total sense. I don't think that they're even gonna even consider that uh, to, to reuse that that old John Williams uh, 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 theme song. No, they're well, definitely not. Do you think that they're gonna even int- uh, do? Because, <laughs> well. We, even though we are getting this Joker movie, which is a uh, Elseworld um, universe, and it's like we have a Elsewhere, uh, Elseworld black label. A, a little, I feel like we are a little bit over the place because that there's gonna be a, a one DCU that's gonna be in continuity, and there's uh, Marries the Batman, which is uh, it's a Elseworld, but um, the Joker there. They're not connected to that, so it, I guess what I'm that that you know what that didn't make any fucking sense when I thought it <laughs> at the beginning. It made a lot of sense, but now that I'm saying it's like keep up. yeah, I'm like yeah. that's stupid, Benjamin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I was it thinking, happens, don't worry. Yeah, more villains. Do you think that we're gonna yeah. get more villains uh, they stories? Should. I yeah. mean, when Todd Phillips said that he not only pitched the Joker, but he, I think he said he pitched like two or three other villains that could mm. fit in this. And I just went, all right, Batman, no matter what, I mean, and this is not even almost subject, subjective right here, is the fact that <laughs> Batman has the best fucking villains. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. No, it's His rogues gallery is just loaded. Yep. It's so loaded, and it's loaded, I mean, to the point where these characters are all mostly fucked in the head mm. they go to arkham asylum to try to you know deal with doctors and try to because they have psychological issues you can have you could do so much with that um and i'm just surprised that after joker made a billion dollars again but this was the old regime and they had no fucking clue what the hell they were doing mm. how did they not jump on more of this like you have an r-rated joker movie that 
made a billion, billion dollars. Yep. So why didn't you go for another? I'm not saying like it would have just repeated because obviously it's the Joker, right? And you have an Academy Award winner, winning actor mm-hmm. portraying him, and obviously like you know what was going on with that was just amazing. But it's like, how did you not jump on like doing a uh, a Professor Crane? Um, movie or a Pamela Isley movie or mm. something like that, where you have the characters that are in like that are very ex- you know fan- that could be fantastical, right? Kind of just I thought Crane. I thought if they did a movie just called Crane horror movie, <laughs> Professor Crane doing experiments on people with horror, and then of course oh. slowly turning into the to the scarecrow in an R-rated horror movie. Right? Like how do you not just jump on that or do a Lex Luthor movie? Um, that's in the similar vein of just like uh, a politician or something like that. Mm. You know, it's just focusing that, on Lex Luthor or something. I don't know. Like those are great ideas. I always, yeah. I was excited last week when I heard about when there was rumors about uh, uh, Clayface, <laughs> and but the rumors is that he's gonna be in the Mary's uh, Batman. But yeah, having that tragic story of that uh actor who tried who watched who was who's washed up and his career is over and he's trying to cling on to this uh to to his uh dreams and then he he becomes a monster in the process i thought i thought that would be a fascinating story where you are because it's so meta because you you can he can become anybody he wants so he can no longer be the person that he wanted to be. He cannot be the superstar. So he can just go and kill it, go and killing uh, all the super uh, the superstar actors, and him becoming the actor and getting the 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 rewards. Uh, if you get what I'm saying, one of the yeah, one, no, I know totally the concept that I was thinking about that because I went because I remember I think it was in the vodka stream that uh, we were talking about what direction or other movies that they could that they could have done one of one that i thought about for a while it was poison ivy poison ivy i was thought what can they do uh midas touch type of movie with poison ivy that because it's in their name it's in her name poison ivy so everybody that he, she touches uh because uh, gets poisoned and dies so she can never love anybody or she cannot get it close to anybody so that like to me that that would be a good tragic love story that you can it's a little bit fantastical but at the same time it's like that I think that would yeah, work they, they could do something with that and then of mm-hmm. course her just trying to you know and then they could tackle a little bit of the climate issue with it that too, as well mm-hmm. not go yeah there's like yeah again there's just so many you know like you said even with um Clayface, even if that was like it's that could be. I mean, if, if uh, Mr. Flanagan wants to like tackle that, I'd be mm. like, let him tackle that. My god, and these budgets are small too. That's like they could have small budgets. I mean, obviously, if you get to the more fantastical stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to take a little bit more budget, but you can also, I mean, even with Clayface, everybody always talks about the Clayface now, the monster, the, the monster that could do all the kind of stuff. Right. But if you go back to the Golden Age Clayface, it wasn't exactly like that. And that's why it could actually fit in Matt Reeves' universe. Mm. An actor going crazy and, you know, basically going mad and turning, you know, turning on people and just right. kind of uh, taking uh, his own madness into his hands. It's like that definitely fits in a more grounded reality. I don't know. It's just I just don't understand why they didn't jump on it. And I want to know 
and that'd be one of the first things if I ever got to talk to Todd Phillips. What other characters did you pitch for this concept? Because they should have jumped on this. We we should have already had another movie that was yeah. based on a villain in this in this uh, in this sense. And yeah, uh, the, uh, I'm I was not a fan of the idea of of them doing a uh, sequel to this movie, but it's Hollywood. You make a million, a, a movie for $70 million and make a billion dollars, there's no way they're not, they're not going to do a sequel. And they would have done a sequel with him or without them. <laughs> and, that, that, and that's the messed up part about it. That's why I'm like, you know what? That movie was nearly perfect to me. Yeah. So, uh, subjectively. <laughs> so, uh, subjective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and, and I, I always felt like they, they they could have done a different character they could expand on that idea that we're gonna bring more characters into this universe and tell more stories about this other characters instead of just going back and kind of regurgitating the same story because i was watching some of the stuff behind the scenes with lady gaga i'm like oh shit we're going up the steps again really no, <laughs> you know, and the, yeah, and in, in context, we don't know what that means or what it is, but at the same time, like, I don't want you to try to replicate um, the what you achieve in the first one with it just because it's a female version of the Joker, it, yeah. I mean, like, and then you think about, like, you know, let's go back uh, to Todd Phillips's uh filmography the hangover and the hangover 2 how much was that just a repeat of beats yes my god when you watch the hangover 2 it is almost like they just went all right here's our template that we had and (laughs) we're just gonna go we're gonna go international that's about it and it was simply copy and paste yeah and you know there's still laughs it's still okay you know the characters are great but yeah, that's why like when you got to the third one, they were like, all right, we can't do the same thing. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, and Hollywood does that a lot. It's like, if this was such a hit, we got to like repeat certain things. But I'm hoping at the same time, the fact that it's like a musical. And that's that's the thing that kind of I, I was mm-hmm. totally against having yeah, another me too. Joker. And I was like, and a lot of people were. But once they announced that it was going to be a musical, I went, all right. All right. Well, you added something that's different. Mm-hmm. I'm not into musicals, but kind of curious where you're going to go with this. Right. So I think that was smart to release that the fact that it was going to be a musical. I think I think there's a misconception of when of that what that movie is going to be when they say, "Oh, it's going to be a musical." I, I that, mm-hmm. what's what's that movie with Lady Gaga and um uh, Stars Born? Stars, yeah. That's a yeah. that's considered a musical, but if you watch the movie, you know it's not really. It, it's not really, but it's it has a lot of music. I think he's gonna have a lot of musical elements, because yeah. even the first one, one of my favorite uh, scenes is when he's in the bathroom and it's all that cello playing is music. Oh, yeah, so it, it still gets the movie. It gets, yeah. still gives me chills. It's just him. Finding himself, getting control, accepting who he is, like all those things. I'm like, oh, because like he conveys so much with the music and his performance. And I, I think, well, I'm getting into that. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I think we're going to get a lot of that. I think we're going to get some of those uh, those beats. And I think that's why 
I don't know why they said that it's going to be a musical. I don't know who started that rumor. Did, 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 did Todd Phillips said that it was going to be a musical? I think they, they basically released that, yeah. Mm. They, they were, it was like an official thing that was released that and my my whole I, my whole thing of it it was like okay is is this gonna be something that's in Arthur's head mm. you know you know and that he's seeing things because he's fucked in the head obviously and he's seeing things as music I mean that's I mean when it came to the first joker there was a lot of things where I thought wow are things like in his head and is Todd Phillips just wanting us to interpret that? Like, you know, mm. like, hey, or I'm going to leave this open, which I, I love that. I love it when filmmakers go like, yeah, could be or could be not. You know, it's like the end of uh, Inception. Does the top, you know. Is it, was it a dream or spinning? not? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you figure it out. You know, I like it when filmmakers go, no, no, you figure it out. You know, I mm. love that. I even no, like that... it when musicians do that with, with lyrics. They're like, oh, yeah, you interpret it like that. Good. I'm never going to tell you what. You yeah. I think it was yeah. Alanis Morissette that she wrote a song mm. and they tr always try to get her to confess who she was the song about. And she's like, what does it mean to you? Oh, it means this. So like, well, then that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. um, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays. I mean, it's weird how like they just wrapped up uh, principal photography, but we're not going to get it till October of next year. Next year. It's like. Jesus Christ. It's not like VFX time. heavy. Why do they have to wait such a long time? I, well, I mean, the musical element, I could see that being a thing. Um, and But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, why not release it earlier? I mean, it almost seems like, uh, you know, well, six months from now, probably be a little too early. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's just interesting, the time frame of everything. I'm like, this seems like a movie that's going to be ready by the end of the year. Mm. I, I think yeah. it, it could because I think it's just edited. I hope. They, well, maybe they push. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna. But push then it they might though. like that October. They might it's like that October, October release. Or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, it's like is this movie fit for? It's not. It's not a summer blockbuster. Like it's definitely not. Kind of summer. Yeah. And I, I don't so, think I mean, they should sell it as such either. Yeah. They shouldn't. I mean, you know, Black Adam should have been a summer blockbuster, but you know, <laughs> things happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a massive failure. So uh, going best. <laughs> not, yeah. not according to him, by the way. <laughs> no, but, no, no, of course not. Uh, but uh, you know, going back to this uh, comic book hero fatigue, I think, um, I think giving. The, the the viewers the same thing over and over and over again i think that's uh, uh hurts uh the genre and or or giving giving something that is not as interesting as the case in point uh uh um what kind of forever uh subjectively mm -hmm. it was a bad movie <laughs> <laughs> and um and in the first movie i don't know how many times i watched the first one so I don't know if there's not there's nothing out there that uh, where directors are kind of servicing the story more. Uh, this movie needs to service the story, uh, uh, give you so some more depth. They cannot no longer get away with uh, giving you this shiny thing because we are already too 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 smart to to. Mm. To, as, as, well, consum as consumers 
we know there was one point when I said um I said this last week. There was a point where I, I was just happy enough. Oh, there's Captain America. Oh, there's Iron Man. There's Thor. There's Superman. There's Batman together. There's like Wonder Woman right next to them. The tr the Trinity. Uh, you know, that's not gonna be enough. They, they, yeah, they had to give it's not us. Not be enough. Yeah. One of the things. I mean, you know, I just kind of thought about this right now. It's like when it comes to James Gunn. I mean, he's got a third Guardians movie coming out in a month. Yeah. You know, and I saw as I saw uh, a trailer before Mario Brothers uh, that I watched today, mm -hmm. and I was thinking, I was like, you know what? It's kind of interesting because, especially hearing like what he's even talked about recently by by when it, when it came to superhero uh, fatigue, mm -hmm. he brought up some good points, talking about like, yeah, you really gotta like um, try to uh, capture a certain like, you know, you, you gotta make sure that these. Um, that people are just all about these characters and, and grounded stories, like with the characters. Obviously, there's going to be a fantastical element, but it's the characters that you really got to be along the journey with. And I'm just kind of thinking like, all right, so if we like w when we see this new Guardians movie, I mean, if I, I'm hoping that I walk out going, well, that was even better than the first. I mean, right. that's going to be difficult to beat. I mean, the yeah. second one. I have, I, there's things I really like about it and there's right. things I really don't like about it. Um, but I'm just kind of wondering like, okay, and we, we've seen the trailers and there seems like there's going to be some pretty like gnarly emotional beats yeah. in that story. So I'm kind of going like, all right, if this ends up being like a huge hit and people are like, are just going, oh my God, like this like had me laughing, crying, feeling all kinds of emotions. I think that people are going to be even more going, okay, now I'm going, okay. I can't wait for James Gunn's Superman kind Facts. of thing, you know? Yeah. Even though, even though he's, he made it abundantly clear that it's not, it's going to be different. Yeah. They, but, you know, but I'm just saying like, because of the, the character the, like aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Like Cause that's writing one, the characters. That's one thing that his trilogy has focused on uh his character development yeah. and he even he even voiced uh, his opinion when uh his characters are being misutilized because um i think drax was underutilized in the infinity saga and i think uh uh batista and james gunn voiced their opinion about that like okay why are you doing this to these characters when i set them up to be such and such but uh i think it's because the directors of those movies uh, they were out of their element then they, they they were uh they had a daunting task to make these two movies work so i don't think they this they, they paused themselves to really look at drax or or a rocket raccoon what do they mean in this universe or how they fit into this universe like they just wanted to service that one movie or two movies and that's it but i think he did a good job on on uh, on on developing the characters, uh, uh, Peter Quill, his relationship with his mom, and then his dad, and 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 also um, Drax and his story about how they savagely kill his family, and now we're gonna get Rocket Raccoon and what his backstory. Yeah, that's gonna be. So I think we're gonna. I gotta feel like half of the squad is gonna die. <laughs> probably yeah we're gonna see some deaths we're definitely gonna see some deaths but i mean that's just again you have to push though you have to push that and 
I'm like hoping that I walk out of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 going, oh my God, that might have been the best one. Because I hate it when people always go, nothing's ever going to beat so-and-so, whatever right. your favorite is. you know. And I always hate that because uh, you know, we, we see that a lot in the fandom that we, we mainly talk about. No mm-hmm. one's ever going to beat Ben Affleck or Zack Snyder or what the right. hell they do. And I'm like, yeah, but I want directors to try. And I think I think Matt Reeves gave a valiant effort of being like, hold my beer. Yeah. And there's things I like in the Batman that that he did that I like more than previous Batman. But yeah. is it my favorite overall Batman film? No, but it's up there. And I just what I want every actor who takes over Like I want the new Superman actor. I want him to be better than Henry Cavill. Oh, yes. Currently my favorite that- Superman. I root for these people to do so. I'm never going to be like, nope, never going to, nope, not my Superman. We already right. deal, dealt with that back in 2015 and 14. And, and now all of a sudden it's like, now people in this fandom are like, nope, doing the whole same, not my Batman, not mm-hmm. my Superman. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Remember when we were all about it back then and we were telling these guys to shut up? And now, now we're the, doing now it's the, same. the opposite. Yeah, and I'm like, no, yeah. I want every I, I wanted Pattinson to be my favorite yeah. cinematic Batman. Still, he's not there, but maybe with right. the next one he could be, or the next two, whatever. Yeah, I want this next Superman to be better than Henry Cavill. That's going to be very fucking difficult, and but, it probably won't happen. But I want him to be. Yeah, because you know? I want. Who will go to the movie with the idea of, to a movie saying? I'm going to prove myself wrong. This movie is not going to be as good as Man of Steel. It's going to be, or, or this Superman is not going to be as good. As, really? You're going to go to prove yourself that this guy, character, you know, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like I want it. Yeah. Like you, I want these characters to be better than the previous, uh, this interpretation to be better than the last one. I want yeah. the, the, the character to uh, progressively get better or even a different take. If that take rest, whatever take that is, if it resonates with you, then that's a win. Because I always yeah. said, I love these characters before anybody played them. You know what, I'm, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I yeah. read the comics, so, and I, was, I, I used to collect uh, the, comic, the comic books. Uh, there was um, uh, Pepsi bottles. They used to have uh, the superheroes in it. Now they're worth a lot of money, and I threw them all out. <laughs> but anyway, so I used to love these characters since I was a little kid. And, um, and, and I'm going to continue to love them after after Henry, after whoever is the next guy who plays them, I, 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 I never thought I was going to get a better Keaton. Nobody better than Keaton. Then yeah. Bill came along. It's like, damn it, this guy is amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like the, the, the Joker. Ah, no, nobody, nobody can touch uh, Jack Nichols and he comes fucking Heath Ledger and just kills it. You know? And yeah. uh, and again, in this uh, certain things that might not hit with you because the joke, Jared Leto's Joker never I never connected with that Joker, and he, but it connected with a lot of people, and so I'm happy that it connected with those. But again, it's just those things that you need to allow the creative to take, you know, uh, allow them to have free range to 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 develop to, to be developed, so that way you get a different take on these characters. Otherwise, otherwise you're gonna be eating the same shit every day. You, I mean, you don't repeat the same meal every day so that makes no sense like i to me i feel that it, that it sh- they should continue to take they, they should take a lot of risks with these characters that uh, which i know they're probably going to be a little bit cautious they're not going to be going as uh, balls deep as Zach did 
but I think they should take risk. And I don't think uh, I agree with something that <laughs> let's even say that they're not going to be swinging for the fences, but I, I feel that they have to, they have to do with, uh, with, uh, with some of them. And, and I think that's going to manifest itself when they allow some of the, some of these directors to do whatever the hell they want with those characters, as long as it takes them to one end game type of movie that they try to bring uh, for full circle. Full circle. Yeah, yeah, nice. full circle. Nice to plug that. Man. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Still raw. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But you know, sadly, you won't be joining that. Nah. Uh, yeah, I got. Oh man, it, it, that, that, um, that that was the best call I made because so many shit, go, so much shit going around oh, my life right now. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. But uh, you you prefer the darker tone though, as far as DC, right? Yeah, um, I, I like the darker tone, and I was hoping, and, and I remember, like, um, obviously after BVS came out, and I loved it, and mm -hmm. then Ultimate Cut loved it more, um, and then when Logan came out, I remember mm. talking to a friend going, oh, man, I think the tides are turning. We want darker shit, yep. and I think people still do crave the darker shit. I mean, I'll even say Multiverse of Madness was darker than most uh, MCU movies. It was like, you know, if you watch that movie, yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. Raimi's not for everybody, but I really enjoyed it because, well, I like Raimi, but I thought it was just a little darker, you know? It just had a darker tone to it, and it was, it was essentially a, like a horror movie, but... Mm. I just I like it when they take those risks and I like a, a little darker. I, I like the lighter stuff, too. I mean, I'm not against that. I'll go and watch. I'm, I'm going to I mean, I went and watched Ant-Man. Yeah. You know, I, because, you know, and there's certain things I liked about it. Most of it, I was like, eh, yeah. you know, I, th I could have I thought they could have done better things with it. But, you know, for the most part, they went for it. And I commend them for that. I just. I think uh, the vision of the whole quantum realm and like the story kind of, I don't know, just kind of didn't, didn't feel, I, it, it felt like they could have went darker, I guess yeah. you could say. But yeah. yeah, so I do like that. Yeah, there was a, a lot of wrong with that movie. Uh, and, and a lot of wrong went with that movie after the movie came out <laughs> with the actors. Yeah. So, uh, but oh, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's hopefully that clears up because it's like, man, I'm sure Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige, they're like, oh, they must be stressed, dude. They're like, this was our new big baddie. I mean, I guess they could, you know, they can always recast like, if things go awry, but right. But that He's, sucks that, you know, and it sucks, too, because it's not a Thanos situation where, you know, the first time we saw Thanos was not Josh Brolin. No. And, <laughs> and now, you know. The progression so, of Thanos has been funny <laughs> because it's, yeah, we it had, has like, been funny. It has been like three, three or four different looking Thanos. We're like, what's going on here? But yeah. but nobody questioned it. But if you no. remove uh, Jonathan Majors or somebody else, they're like, mm. what's going on here? Yeah, because there's no makeup on him. You know, no, there's it's his no face. No makeup on that guy. It's mm. just his face. So yeah, hopefully they clear that up because man. Mm. And you already set that up, or maybe they just—I yeah, don't know. Who knows mm -hmm. what could happen with that? But yeah, it's that's yeah. Oh, I, you know what? Uh, this is a DC-centric uh, channel, but uh, I wonder because I, we fans of Zack Snyder, I just want to just leave on that on that little note. Uh, mm. Talk about Rebel Moon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna like one of the things that I'm regretting of not going? I got a feeling that he's gonna 
give a glimpse of what Rebel Moon is going to look like and during the event. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I really hope. I'm wondering if he's going to lay out art, show some uh, mm. trailer clip. I don't know. Like, I, I, for all I know, I don't know who knows when it comes to trailer, but maybe he'll show some footage. I don't know. I hope he does too because I'm like, mm. yeah. Do you think that's, that movie is going to be his, his, his best work? I hope so. Like I say, I always hope for, and it appeals to directors too. It's like, I always mm -hmm. hope their next movie is their best movie. So I'm really hoping that it could be, and it very well could be. It could be his best work. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he's, he's it's, it's a script that he's been working on for over a decade. He's a Star Wars geek um, and didn't got it turned down so now it's like all right that's true i'm gonna turn it into my own thing so i think mm. it's i mean this is definitely like a big time passion project for zach mm. and i really hope that it just yeah just blows everything else out of the water when it comes to previous work i hope i always hope i hope that it's better than i mean my favorite movie of his is bvs yeah um but like, i hope it's better than that and you know all all his entire uh justice league trilogy i hope it's better than i i just i root for that 100 percent. So. i think I, I i got a feeling that it, it will be that it, when we were we were fighting for the snyder cut uh i thought that was that was gonna be his magnus opus and i thought it was a it's a it's a great movie it's an amazing movie yeah it is it, it, but it's a hard it, bbs was a hard to follow you know what i mean it's it it, 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 it's the Empire Strikes Back it, of the trilogy, in my yes, opinion. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. but now that I'm thinking about the things that he's been saying about this movie, uh, which kind of which he tried to do with uh, BBS, was uh, capture the Seven Samurai um, uh, uh, themes, because it, that movie was also inspired by the Seven Samurai. But I yeah. think he couldn't take a lot of liberties with uh, Justice League. Like he he can he can take uh, with this movie, and those are the things that make this amazing movies. Uh, when you have characters that uh, th that give you these timeless themes like loyalty, sacrifice, uh, and the, uh, or, or or even display the human spirit and, and against all odds, that those are the things that he couldn't do with those characters because you have a conglomerate of people saying or heads or suits saying. Hey, no, you cannot take those liberties with those characters. No, you cannot kill another character. No, you cannot, uh, you know, make uh, uh, um, morally questionable these characters. So I think he been he's doing he's gonna be doing all those things with that with this universe that he wanted to do probably with Justice League, and I think that's 100%. where we're gonna get the best of, of, of the best from him from that movie. No, yeah, the fact that he's got free range. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. That's one of the things that I always try to emphasize, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, debates in the Snyder fandom. It's like, don't you want Zach to just be, you know, 100 percent, you know, not restricted to anything? I mean, as much as, yes, we like the DC characters and we want to see the conclusion. Sure. A hundred percent. We all do. But I'm just I'm really excited to the fact that he's creating something from scratch. I mean, we got a taste of this with Sucker Punch, where mm. that's something, you know, because if you think about all the other Zack Snyder movies, it's pretty much been based on existing... IP. Existing... Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, 
the fact that he is now again creating something that is straight up his own ip mm-hmm. and he could do whatever he wants you just don't know what's gonna happen you know and that's mm-hmm. what that's what's so great about it and him being like one of my all-time favorite directors is like it's exciting it's just it's it's really exciting that he's not gonna have the restrictions that he did when it came to working with dc and he like you said there could be a character oh i love this character and all of a sudden character just yep. like dies mm-hmm. or something you just don't see it coming and you're like oh yeah but he could do that you know you can't do that with yeah. justice league members I mean, no try, but, i mean obviously <laughs> yeah. he did kill superman, superman. we all knew he was coming back yeah we all knew he was coming back you know like let, let's let, let me give you a glimpse of that at the end so the catharsis that came with that movie was like boop took taken back right before the yeah. movie ended so i thought that, that that's that's why I'm excited for whatever he's concocting there with Rebel Moon. Anyway, so anyway, let me say, say what's up to people in the chat. Hey, <laughs> I guys. Usually, hey guys, hey Kamari, uh, <laughs> Manolo, they always come here. Thank you for showing up. Listen, guys, thank you. Uh, the dork, I'm uh, Linda Nelly, the hater. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy. <laughs> you always hate it on James Gunn. Anyway, listen, dude. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for coming through. No problem, I really Thanks appreciate it. This was fun. Yeah, this was yeah, this was definitely fun. Uh, we should do it again, right? Right? Yeah, right? for sure. Uh, no, all right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, Lane has hashtag cancel Dave. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Yeah, that's all right. It's all good. Yeah. No, no, this was a lot of fun. One on one stuff's pretty fun. So hey yeah. mama. Thank you for watching. Oh, she's Steve for the entire thing. Yeah. That's awesome. She always does. She's yeah. loyal to it. It's great. So, but uh, where can they find you? I'm sure they can. Well, they can yeah, find you. Of course, you can find me. Just type in Film Junkie. Two E's at the end. Of course, you have my uh, my Twitter handle, which is right there. You know. So uh, yeah, just type in Film Junkie. You'll find me and uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, of course, we'll be on the vodka stream tomorrow, tomorrow. night. Uh, no, no guests. Probably just be full panel, and we'll, we'll be discussing um, stuff that we just discussed here. But of course, other things too that happened this week. And yeah, cool. so uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Mario tomorrow at nine. So yeah, so watch I, it. I don't know what critics were uh, wanting with that. I thought I was satisfied being. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I, I didn't play every Mario game, right. but uh, there was a lot of things in there where I went. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. But, uh, I guess critics were wanting like this in-depth story with characters. I'm like, it's, it's a Mario. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how much depth that I want with these characters. And I will say this. There is a reason why they chose Jack Black for uh, King Koopa because, uh, oh, well, anyways, let's yeah. say oh, that. Okay. Don't tell me. Yeah. I'm watching it tomorrow. <laughs> I won't, I won't say, but I'm like, all right, I could see why they wanted Jack Black for hmm. him for sure. Oh. So. I like Jack Black on anything. Yeah. But it's awesome. It's great. Great yeah. Koopa. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to hit like, subscribe, leave a comment in the comment section. If you catch another replay, I'll be here again next Thursday at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. See you. Thank you for watching. Never let your nerd die. Peace. There you go. Take it easy, guys.